So I'm always talking to first-time home buyers, and recently I asked a bunch of them, what's the number one thing you need to know to make this your last lease ever? Well, I asked and you answered. Your biggest question, how much home can I buy with my current salary? So I did a podcast about it, and the downloads from that ones are off the charts. So here it is, part two, because this is the information you want to know, more information on how much you need to make to buy your first home. Let's go. What's happened to my How to Buy a Homies? Now, if you're new here, here's what's up. This is the How to Buy a Home podcast. I'm your host, David Sedoni. This is the undisputed, unchallenged home of free education and empowerment for you, the first-time homebuyers out there, or would-be first-time homebuyers. See, what happened was back in 2018, I was pissed off at how the real estate industry was treating you, so I quit my broker to start a podcast and tell the whole world everything they needed to know. And in 2019, we launched, and now we're telling everybody how to buy your first home like an industry insider, secret tips and tricks and hacks for you. And now after a million downloads and thousands and thousands of people just like you making their dreams happen for them, all I get every day, it seems like, is new people writing in and asking, okay, I'm down. How much money do I need to make to buy a home? So I did a podcast on it four years ago. And then three years ago, and then hell, I just did one two months ago. And yet in the past two months, more people are asking this question than ever. So this is going to be a short and sweet explanation of how this works. And I promise you, we're going to get to the numbers that you came to hear in like 30 seconds, but you have to hear this first. Okay. I got my timer out. 30 seconds. Here we go. Nobody can tell you what salary you can afford in an online calculator, a blog, an Instagram, a TikTok, a YouTube post, or an article online. Nobody. There is too much personal data that goes into it. And it takes a very specific formula. And the one variable in that formula that is consistently changing, I'm talking changing multiple times every single day, is the mortgage interest rate. Not to mention your credit score may change every single week along with your debt. So no post online can tell you how to do this. It's going to be out wrong in less than 24 hours. Period. The end. Ah, 35 seconds. Sorry, I lied. You know what? Since I lied, I might as well keep it going. I'm going to lie a little more. Uh, I'm going to do that same thing. 30 more seconds just so I can repeat this so you know it. Nobody, no, nobody can tell you what your salary will be approved for for a loan with an online calculator, a blog, Instagram, a TikTok, a YouTube, any kind of post or any online article, nobody, nobody. So stop researching, you crazy person, and trying to do this in five minutes. There's too much personal data that you must input to get the real answer. The formula is fluid, changes every single day. And the one variable in that formula that changes every single day, multiple times a day, is the mortgage interest rate. And then if you check one week, a week later, your credit score could change or your debt. So no amount of online research means that you can figure this out on your own. No post anywhere online can tell you how to do this. It's going to be outdated and wrong in less than 24 hours, period, the end. Whew. All right, now that's out of the way. Let's get to what you came here for, the numbers. I got these the same way I would have if you'd come to me today and asked me for the numbers. Here are the numbers for today, March 27th, 2003. Now, 
These are base numbers. If you have a 760 credit score and you have zero debt and you want to spend almost 50% of your monthly income on your mortgage and you're in a position to put 20% down on a home. As of today, if you're that perfect person, you can buy a $600,000 home with a combined household annual income of $93,600. You can buy a $400,000 home with all those variables for $61,200 a year. And you can buy a $200,000 home for $35,040 a year. There it is. There's your numbers. The total glossy overview for March 27th, 2003. $93,000 for $600,000 home. $61,000 for $400,000 home. And $200,000 or $35,000 for $200,000 home. There. Now, don't stop the podcast and give up because those numbers are unattainable for you. And especially, please don't stop the podcast and make a spreadsheet using these numbers as your goals. This is just the tip of the iceberg. Let me get you some more information, some more numbers. As you heard, those had some pretty high standards for variables. So let's do this. Keep going with the numbers. That's what you're here for. How about a $600,000 home? This is a single family home with no HOA. Now this is gonna be at today's rate, 5.99% with 20% down. Now with no debt, that means your monthly income is $7,800 and your maximum DTI is 47%. And that's where we come up with the $93,600. Now let's do that same loan again. If you don't want to put 20% down, if you want to put 5% down, again, no HOA, 5.99% interest rate, but you're putting 5% down. You need a monthly income of $8,800 and that equates to $105,600. Of course, you're going to be using that 47% debt to income ratio. I'll explain that in a second. But if you go from 20% down to 5% down, you're looking at putting $30,000 down versus $120,000 down. <laughs> so the difference in how much you need to make, $93,000 versus $105,000, it's about if you can figure out a way to make $12,000 more a year, combine both your incomes, you have the option to go from putting only $30,000 down to $120,000 down. Oh, all right, here's the tricky part. I've already hit you with a whole bunch of numbers. So what do I do? Do I stop now and break down what the hell all that means before I go on and give you more numbers? But you guys just keep asking me for numbers. Do I break it down before I give you more information on the $400,000 and $200,000 price houses? Including what do you do if you have less than a 760 credit score? I know some of you guys out there are like that. Oh, and, and definitely I'm sure that many of you are like most humans on the planet Earth and you have at least some debt. Oh, I'm really torn. Do I keep going with the numbers or do I, do I give you the more information first? How about this? You guys tell me what you want to hear. Wait, this is a podcast. You're not here. All right, so I guess I just do whatever the hell I want. And what I want to do is go ahead and give you the numbers for a $400,000 home and a $200,000 home right away. And the only reason I'm doing that is because that's what everyone's asking for. And I can't deny the people. Now, if you listen to this totally glossy overview and then you turn the podcast off because I gave you these numbers first and you choose not to keep listening to understand what all those numbers actually mean, that's on you. I am guilt-free. Legal disclaimer, here it comes. Uh, these are words I keep using. I do not think they mean what do you think it means. Princess Bride, top three movies of all time. So in legal terms, if you turn it off, your fault, not mine. Tap, tap, no take backsies. 
Seriously, gang, I'm doing my best to walk the line between making this easy and understandable, but also being, well, just ethical and fortright and explaining that these numbers are going to change constantly. They're fluid. And no matter what you read online, there is no one size fits all. They are individual. And I wish there was an app, but there isn't an app where you can just enter a few things and bam, now you've got your accurate approved number. So I'll tell you what, keep listening, give me about 15 more minutes, and you're going to get the same satisfaction of that bam, instant app answer, except you'll actually have the joy of understanding why those numbers got spit out for you. Like, for instance, one of the things I talked about was DTI, your debt to income ratio. Nope, too late. Let me do the numbers first, and then I'll explain debt to income ratio. Okay, here we go. $400,000 home. 5.99, 20% down, no debt. That's the one we said it's going to be $61,200. That's about $5,100 a month of your income. Now, you move that to a 5% down, same $400,000 house. You only need a monthly income of $5,800, which means the household combined income that you need to be able to get approved for a home with 5% down instead of 20% down. 20% down was $61,200 for a $400,000 house. 5% down, it's only $69,600. It's only $8,400 difference for you to qualify to put only 5% down, which is only $20,000, versus the 80 grand that you need for 20% down. So if you're out there looking at a $400,000 house, go ask your boss for an $8,400 bonus this year and bam, you can buy a house with a low income. Okay, now the $200,000 numbers. I gave you that $200,000 of 5.9% with 20% down. You need $30,600. That's $2,550 a month. Same deal, 5% down. You only need to make $35,000 and $40. Just in case you didn't think I was doing this down to the penny for today, March 27th, 2023. $35,040 versus $30,600. Only $4,440 difference is the difference between 5% down, only 10K, or 20% down, that's 40K. So again, if everything was picture perfect, if you had that high 760 or above credit score, by the way, those of you listening with an 800 credit score, uh, no big deal if you dropped a 790, 780, or even 770. 760 is the highest tier. Anything above it is just extra and gravy. And this is for the examples I gave you were for no debt and maxing out at 47% DTI. Now here's where it gets tricky. What is 47% debt-to-income ratio? What the hell is that? All right, let's look at this example. I'll do this $600,000 example. $600,000 at 20% down, your annual combined income needs to be $93,600 for a monthly income of $7,800. Now, the DTI, the debt-to-income ratio, that formula means that the 47% has to be your entire mortgage, principal, interest, taxes, and insurance, P-I-T-I, plus all of your debts. Now, you add them all together, and that can be no more than 47% of your gross monthly income. 
And that gross monthly income number on 93600 is $7,800. So you take out the taxes from that gross, say 20% taxes come out. Now that $7,800 that you used to become qualified, now it's just a little over $6,200 after taxes. So then we take out the payment and your, that was using the full 47% of the debt to income ratio because you don't have any debt. You can use the whole thing for that. And that's $3,600 a month. So after taxes, $6,200 a month, take out the $3,600 a month to pay that loan, which you got putting 20% down on a $600,000 house. And that's about $2,600 a month to live on. See how it works? $3,600 your payment plus $2,600 left over. That's $6,200 a month, which is your net after taxes from your original $7,800, which equals the grand annual total of $9,360 if you did $7,800 times 12. You see, they do all of your calculations from the gross amount of the $7,800. Yeah, is your head spinning? I mean, geez, if you're still here, you're glutton for punishment. This is serious, sick numbers. And you know what? Still, every single day, people DM me, they private message me, they email me, they reach out to me on the website, howtobuyahome.com, and they ask me questions like this. Okay, I want to buy the $600,000 house next to my sister. How much do I need to make a year to do it? Gang, I so wish it was that simple. I really wish I had quick answers for you. I mean, let's look at it again real quick. $600,000 home with $120,000 payment needs a combined annual income of $9,300. That's $7,800 a month. After taxes, that's $6,200 a month. Your payment's $3,600 a month. And you have $2,600 a month or $650 a week left over for gas, groceries, and fun. Oh, and of course, remember, you have no debt, no credit card payments, no car payments, and no student loans. So... I don't know if your monthly shelter payment that you pay every single month is enough for you to feel comfortable living on $650 a week left over, then great. If that makes you feel house poor, then no, I can't tell you what number you need to do. See, everything's totally up to you. That's why understanding your real numbers, your total and complete and full non-bam app numbers all the way down to the nitty gritty, it's far more important than just asking, how much do I need to make to buy a badass $600,000 house to get babes or dudes or theys or plants or whatever you're into? So I hope you guys see it. Uh, I hope you understand. This is why I'm doing this podcast again. Do you get all that? This is why you can't do this in 30 second post. Now, look, if you are freaking out right now and you're listening to this and you're re rewinding it over and over again or you're pulling over to the side of the road because you're listening to the car you jumped off the treadmill or you stopped your dog walk look i got you full transcripts you don't have to rewind and listen to this you can go get it howtobuyahome.com look under episode 174 all the numbers that you want you can copy and paste and Hey, I don't care. Put them on a spreadsheet and put it on your desktop as a daily reminder of your goals. But wait a minute. Maybe you shouldn't do that because the numbers have already changed by the time you hear this because this is March 27th, 2023. But 
at least the guideline will be there for you. And it's all posted at howtobuyahome.com, episode 170 form. I do that f- 170 form. It's not a form. It's episode 174. I do that for you guys so you can have a reference. Yeah, because you know what? I'm extra and I do that for you. In fact, uh, I actually am so extra that I know that by giving extra, that's not the correct use of extra in the slang vernacular. But does a guy who uses the word vernacular know how to be hip or especially even use the word hip? And yet I used extra and I knew it wasn't correct. So perhaps I am extra. Oh, what a confusing dude that I am. Look, so it's up to you. You can go look at those numbers online, howtobuyhome.com, episode 174. And then you don't have to just hear them in your head. I actually want you to to, to go look at them because the last thing I want you to do is go run off to an open house because you thought you heard something and you walk in and ask to buy it because the how to buy a home guy said so, all right? So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to take these numbers and I'm going to add to them. I'm going to give you some uh, basic debt added to them because like I said, we're all human beings and we probably all have some debt. So let's start with the $200,000 example. Now remember, the full numbers, they're going to be on the transcript. So let me just give you some of the basics. There'll be deeper and more information on the website, howtobuyahome.com. Now we're going to do this with the lower down payment, the 5% down, Okay. This is where it gets really important and really crucial for you guys to understand that saving for a down payment is important, but understanding how your debt can affect how much money you need to make, it's huge. It's a giant balancing act between saving money and paying off your debt. You don't want to pay off all your debt because then you have no savings and you don't want to just save and then have giant debt because listen to these numbers. Okay, this is a $200,000 home based on today's rates, which won't be the rates when you listen to this, uh, and if you've got a high credit score. With a low down payment of only $10,000, that's 5%, and no debt, you need to make $35,000, well, $35,040, let me be specific, a year. Seems doable. What if you've got monthly debt? With $500 debt, $35,040, jumps to $48,000 a year required. Did you hear that? Gang, that's 37% more in income that you need to make just because you have $500 a month in your debt payments. That is freaky. Can you imagine going to your boss and asking for a 37% raise just so you can keep your car payment? You want to keep that dope, sweet ride for 500 bucks a month? (laughs) Maybe it's worth thinking about selling that and buying a used beater with no monthly payments. And get this, with $1,000 in debt, you're going to jump from needing $38,040 a month to $60,000 a year for the exact same $400,000 home. And with $1,500 a month in debt payments. Again, could be credit cards, student loans, car payments, whatever. You jump for the exact same $200,000 home from $38,000 to $73,800 that you need to make. Because again, you're not just paying for the $200,000 loan. You're showing them that you can pay $500, $1,000, or in this last example, $1,500 a month, and the payment for the home. So same thing for the $400,000 scenario. Here we go. 
5% down, $400,000. 5% down, it's going to be $20,000 down. Now, if you've got $20,000 down and you're making $69,600, good credit, no debt, you get approved. $69,000 with no debt. $500 in debt, you raise to $82,000 a year. Same house. $1,000 in monthly debt. $95,000 a year in income you need to make. And $1,500 a month in debt. If you want to buy a little bit over the average American home right now at $400,000, you're in six-figure land. You got to make $109,000 a year. So once again, if you're wondering why I'm giving you these numbers again for the second time in 2023, just the second time in the last couple months, well, the reason is because I am over and over and over again reminding you that they will not be accurate even by the time you hear this. If you listen to this when this drops, it'll be a week later, it'll all be different. Now, I'm not doing this to disappoint you guys. This is actually to encourage you. Yeah, it's to encourage you to look deeper if you happen to be close to these numbers so you can see for realsies and you can see exactly where you are if you can finally get serious about dumping your god-awful landlord and maybe getting out there and buying your own home. And it's also to encourage you, even if these numbers completely discourage you. <laughs> I understand that. If these numbers seem totally out of reach or confusing to you, well, then you, yeah, you out there with me in your ear holes, uh, you need to spend more time and effort and energy than anybody with a professional guide to help you get there. That's one of the things that we do here at How to Buy a Home. I don't discourage here. I encourage. Look, the average age right now for first-time homebuyers is 36 years old, and that's criminal. And I know a lot of people think that's because buying a home is out of reach. You know what? If you are a young adult and you plan to pay average rents in your area all throughout your 20s, Right now, at these prices, you still will be able to buy an average home if you can afford the average rent. What we like to say here is it's not if you can buy a home, it's when you can with the right guidance. Now, is this easy to figure out? No, no, but it can be very simple with the right guide and support team. So again, I'm repeating this episode because... Just recently, Wes and Marlene and Tatiana and Louise, they reached out and they sent this question that I get five times a day on the website. Hi, I'm a teacher. I make $52,000. Should I buy this house in my neighborhood for $275,000? It's been on the market for like two months. Do you think I can afford it? So that's where, once again, I say to you with love, how the hell do I know if you can? Or most importantly, if you should. You know what? I, I blame myself. I haven't done more to get my message out into the world. I haven't taught you well enough, and I apologize for that. So if you're here now, let me help you right now. Nobody can tell you what you can afford with just knowing your salary. If they don't know your credit score, your debt, your savings, your lifestyle, your employment situations, your goals, and truly what you are trying to accomplish, not just with this home purchase, but truly with your life. I know that sounds hyperbolic, but you know what? This is a big purchase. And for many people, if you do it right, it's going to set you up for life. So don't let the fear of asking somebody for help early. I mean, earlier than you think so. Don't let that fear 
of asking to get yourself a support team and get a guide to make it your last lease ever, don't let that hold you back. Yeah, I mean, working with a support team for a year or two because these numbers will change as will your opportunities. And who knows how those things are gonna line up. Things change in your life, things change in the market. Maybe they line up in six months, but you don't know if you're just doing this on your own. <laughs> like I mentioned before, these numbers are different than the ones I just gave you guys a couple months ago. And like I said, even more, these numbers are different than when I recorded this a week ago. And if you're listening to this in the future, the numbers are totally different. I guarantee it. And wouldn't it be good to start right now to get a monthly update from a professional on how your personal numbers fit into the housing market every single month from a pro who has all the necessary information from you that can give you goals and stepping stones, milestones for you to try to hit walking your way through the raging fire with this first time home buyer confusion and make it all feel simple. So if you're here today, it's your time to educate, empower, and maybe even matchmake to a unicorn support team that's going to help guide you. So once again, with all of my love and all of my empathy for what you're going through, remember, I screwed up and I didn't do this in my 20s. That's why I do this podcast right now. To be very, very clear to everybody out there, I didn't do it right. But if you want to do this right, if you want to do it cheap, if you want to do it smart, please stop looking for a formula online and then try to do it all by yourself. You know, I... And this is me talking. I'm, I'm, I'm the so-called guru for first-time homebuyers, but stop asking me for the formula. <laughs> I'm the guy who's supposed to know it all, and I'm telling you, I can't just give you a formula that's something you can just plug and play. I can tell you, if you sit down with a nice support team who's willing to work with you for free for a couple of years, you will get many, many, many facts that will come to you and help guide you with personal numbers, and on the way, little goals, little things you need to do. I'm happy you asked, and I love jumping in your ear holes and trying to give you this education, and this is fun, but I got to tell you, I can only do so much. It's time for you to get a professional team. You can do this.